Welcome to the Encounter Christian Church Message Podcast, where we bring you the latest messages from our Sunday services. To find out more about Encounter or to plan your visit with us, you can find us online at www.encounter.cc. We hope you enjoyed this message. I'm going to continue this week, and uh, the title of my um, sermon uh, message this week is Being Race Ready. Being Race Ready. And, uh, you know, I, Pastor Robbie has kind of given, well, he has given the, the analogy of what strokes and swings really is. And uh, it's an analogy of a, a rowing team in a boat. And uh, in the boat, you've got uh, the coach right at the back, and he's the only one facing forward. And he's giving uh, direction to the rest of the team who is actually all facing backwards, but they're facing him. And so the coach is like uh, God in our boat. He's the one guiding and directing us, but we're the ones rowing our boat. And uh, so we're looking at him, and we can't see where we're going, so we're looking to him to give us guidance and direction. Uh, But then there's this other position called the stroke. And the stroke is actually us in the boat. We're the ones face-to-face with God, but we're actually uh, setting the pace for the rest of the team. And so uh, the, the job of the stroke is to actually uh, really uh, take their orders off the coach, but then uh, allow the other uh, people in the boat to, to set the pace and to get everybody into sync. And so all those, other thi- all those other people in our boat are different areas in our life, like Pastor Robbie talked about finances and relationships. But the thing that really stands out to me is if we're the ones setting the pace, it's really important that we're healthy. Because if we're not healthy, we can't actually look after the rest of the boat. We can't set the pace for the rest of the boat. Because if we, if we are unhealthy, if we're sick or we're too tired, we're actually... At, take ourselves out of the race and so it highlights to me that we need to be race ready we need to be healthy and fit to be able to do this life well you know about uh, three or four years ago now I had a knee injury playing basketball and uh, I I ruptured my ACL which which uh, is the ligament that stops your knee from going forward it's like it holds it in place and so I had to get surgery, and uh, you know that injury put me out of action for a good 18 months. You know, I, it took me six months to get surgery in the first place, and then uh, the recovery from surgery was another 12 months, and uh, I still have a little bit of trouble with it three or four years later. Uh, but but it put a lot of pressure on our family. It, uh, it put a lot of pressure on me. It meant that I couldn't actually do the other things like uh, look after the kids and, and go to work and, and uh, you know, hang out with them. I was, I was bedridden for, for a few weeks and then I was on crutches and then I was hobbling around. And so it really affected my life and it affected our family's life. It put a lot of pressure on us. Now, you know, that injury was like, it was like, you know, could I prevent it? Maybe, if I was a little bit fitter. Maybe I had a few kilos less. Maybe, uh, maybe I was just getting a little bit too old to play basketball. <laughs> but the thing is, 
these things happen in life. We all face these things. We all come up against these issues where it might be an injury, it might be sickness, it might be disease. You know, recently my father was diagnosed with cancer about two years ago, and he's over it now, thank God. But he, he rang me one day and he said, I've been to the doctor and I've been diagnosed with stage 3 lymphoma, which was a bit of a shock to the system. Uh, but I watched this pressure, this being taken out of the race, play out on my parents. See, Dad, he had to go through chemo treatment, which took six, five to six months of going to the hospital uh, for a few weeks at a time, coming home and then going back again. And so they live over on the south coast of New South Wales, and so they had to travel three hours into Canberra. And so my dad couldn't work. They had to travel to and from Canberra all the time. Um, my mum had to support him and do everything else. And so the pressure was really, really high on them. And all those other areas that, that uh, like finances and relationships, really came under strain. And so, thank God for welfare. We live in a great country. We are very privileged in this country because they were able to receive a, a disability pension and, and they, were, they were able to get through. And, and my father is now working part-time again, but he's still, out, he's still recovering uh, physically because it takes it, it, it pretty much nutes your, your whole body when you go through chemo. And, uh, but my point is this, we all come up against things. We all uh, face trials, we all face tribulations, whether uh, it's, it's something that happens to us or whether it's a result of, of life choices that we make. See, we all uh, face these things and, and there's, there's two types. There's affliction and then there's self-inflicted. See, affliction is all those things that, that we have no control over. They just happen to us. There's accidents, there's disease, there's sickness. But then there's self-inflicted. And self-inflicted is when we, they come as a result of our own personal choices. So we all have a, the ability to decide how we live our life. And over time, if we don't eat healthy, if we don't exercise, if we put the wrong things in our body, if we don't sleep well, if we, uh, if we work too hard, the consequences of that is we become unhealthy. And so we're left in a position where we, we actually have to then go about changing those things and restoring our bodies practically. But this morning... I believe that there is a key for us, whether we've been self-inflicted or whether we've been afflicted, there is a key for us to be able to deal with these issues. So this morning, if you have your Bibles with you, I'm going to turn to um, Galatians 5, verse 16 to 26. And it's in this scripture that I believe is the key for us to be able to deal with health issues. And it is the key for us to be able to become race ready. Galatians 5 verse 16 to 26 says this, But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, 
and the desires of the spirit are against the flesh. For these are opposed to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, fits of anger, rivalries, dissensions, divisions, envy, drunkenness, orgies, and things like these. That's a long list. I warn you as I warned you before, that those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. I believe this is the key for us here this morning, because within this scripture, we have the ability to deal with self-inflicted or afflicted health issues. I want to start with uh, inflict, like self-inflicted. Like I said before, self-inflicted are the result of our bad choices, of unhealthy lifestyles. But the key to being able to deal with those sorts of issues is actually found in the fruit that we produce in our life. See, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. And self-control is the key to us being able to live a healthy lifestyle. See, we're faced with, in this modern world, with so many pleasures. Whether it's chocolate, who likes chocolate? That's my, that's my weakness. This is where I need some self-control. Whether it's takeaway, whether it's watching too much TV, whether it's getting stuck on Facebook. Like all these things... You, you put your list in there. These things actually fall into the category of self-control. But the problem is, when we try to do it in our own flesh, we can't overcome it. We actually have to rely on the Holy Spirit to help us to get over these areas. Whether it's addiction... There, there are many people that are facing many addictions. Alcoholism, drugs, pornography, um, food, like all these things are actually to gratify the desires of the flesh. And they're around us everywhere. And everyone faces these on some level at some point in time in their life. And so what we can't afford to do is to try and overcome them in our own flesh. We must, we must actually go straight to the source to allow us to be able to deal with them properly. And so the source is actually found in John 15, verse 1 to 8. And it says this, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. 
while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. That's a challenge right there. If you do not remain in me, you are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This really is the key. This is the source of our strength right here. The source of our strength is to remain in Jesus. We can't do it on our own. It actually says, apart from me, you can do nothing. See, the world is full of all these things, these self-help programs and these, and these you know, 10 steps to full health and, a, you know, all these, like, worldly programs. And, and there is merit in those things. I think we do still have to do the practical things. But we can't rely on ourselves to get them done. We actually must go to the source of our power, which is uh, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit actually lives inside of us. So when we made a decision to follow Jesus... The Holy Spirit literally came and lived inside of us. So wherever we go, we actually have access to Him whenever we want. We don't actually have to live life in our own strength. So it's really important that we stay connected to the Father. You know, in the last series, we talked about soul food. The number one key in soul food was actually devotion to God, spending time with God. Because it's in that place that we get our strength from. And it's no different in our physical bodies, in our mental health, in our emotional health. The source is still the same. The source is Jesus. It's always Jesus. And so we must go to him for our strength and make that our source of strength, not our own will and not our own personal strength. And the same concept applies to when we are afflicted. You know, we, we all face certain things, like whether it's us personally or whether it's people in our family. Like I talked about before, my father with cancer or me with my in, knee injury or, or, you know, it could be food intolerances or uh, chronic diseases or, like, we all... They're around us everywhere. It is the world that we live in, unfortunately. To deal with these things, we still have to go to the same source. See, in uh, no, sorry, I can't find that scripture. I did have a scripture, but I can't 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 remember what it is. But there's the same source for us is that's what it is. It's in Romans. It says this: Be hopeful, enjoy. And be patient in affliction. And be faithful in prayer. This, I believe, is the key for us to be able to overcome 
when we are afflicted. But if you look at the three main words in the active words in this, is there it's still fruit. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. Patience is a fruit of the Spirit. Faithfulness is the fruit of the Spirit. And so, rather than being prevention, like we talked about earlier, being self-inflicted, we're actually uh, overcoming something. And so, this actually shows us a stance that we need to take. And it is a stance of faith. See, when we come up against uh, these sorts of trials, we actually need to lean on God, on God to pull us through these situations. And we do that by pr- the fr- fruit that is produced in our life. It's so easy to get worried when th- these things are happening. It's so easy to become anxious. It's so easy to become overwhelmed. It's so easy to wonder, how is my life going to end up? How is my family's life going to end up when these sorts of things are going on? But it's so important that we actually have a, a, a source that can uh, help us to stand in these times in our life where we don't actually have to worry. We don't have to be fearful. We don't have to have anxiety. The Bible says we can be joyful in hope. And we can be patient in affliction. And we can be faithful in prayer. Do you know, prayer actually in these times of, in our life can be the last thing that we end up doing. Because we're so worried, we're so fearful. It's like God becomes our last resort. We wait too long. And so we, we spend days and, and weeks just worrying and, and, and rather than presenting our requests to God, we, we talk about it with each other and we're, oh, we don't know what's going to happen here, I don't know what's going to happen there and we, and we get ourselves into a flurry and we don't know how it's going to work and, and we work ourselves into a state. But God is saying, you don't have to. You don't have to lose your peace. See, we can go straight to the source by staying connected to the Father through being devoted to Him. And when we make our source Jesus, we, don't, we actually have peace. And we have joy. And we have patience. And we have faithfulness. Do you know, we weren't actually called to just survive in life. The Bible says that we are, we are more than conquerors. But one of the things I, 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 I've been guilty of and I see quite regularly is that we're just trying to survive in life. And I don't think that this is what God wants us to do and how he wants us to live our lives. See, God wants us to be in a, in a position of strength where we're... we're we're actually setting a good pace for the rest of our lives, for the, for the other things in our lives. It's really important that we're healthy so that the rest of our boat is actually in sync and getting into swing. The band can come up and I'm going to... I actually just want to spend a little bit of time praying before I... 
uh, at the end of my sermon today for, for everyone. But one of the things that I, I realised as I was preparing today is that there is this big scale of different health issues that we face in our life. Some are minor, like, oh, I just want to be more energetic or I just want to, want to be able to bounce out of bed in the morning. I want to, I want to be able to be, have more fun with my kids. And, and uh, you know, some are, some are facing mental health issues where it's like fear and anxiety is dominating your life, where, where you, you wake up every day and, and there's a, a, a genuine uh, thing just always in the back of your mind of like, how am I going to get through this day? And so you don't have peace and you don't, you're not able to function fully. But then there are some people who are like, their whole life is on hold right now. Uh, think about uh, the Kaiafa family right now. Like they're, they're going through it right now. Their whole life is on hold. Whilst Paul is, is getting the treatment that he needs. And I think in these times, it's great that we can come together and support each other. But then we have people who are looking at their life right now and they're wondering, what's tomorrow going to bring? They've been listening to the last two weeks of of the, the series on finances and relationships and then they're looking at their own life and going, I'm not even thinking about those things right now because I don't even know how I'm going to look after myself. And this is the reality of, of life, is that there are varying degrees of health issues going on all around us right now and things that we face right now. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter on what scale that you're on, the response is still the same. The response is always Jesus. God has plans for our lives. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for a future and a hope. This is a promise for us. This is what He's got for us. And so we need to hold on to those things and realize where we are right now isn't permanent. It's just at this time in our life right now, it's not where God is going to keep us. This soon will pass. I, I heard, does everyone know who Steve Harvey is? He's an African-American comedian and he runs a, a TV show in America. It's a little bit like Family Feud. Anyway, they, got, they have to guess like categories of words on different things and what's the most popular words. And, they, and their team has to try and get the most right answers. And he, he runs one of those shows. But he's a, he's a Christian man too. And uh, at, he runs this other talkback show, a little bit like Ellen DeGeneres that, or Oprah, that type of show. And, and at the end of his show one day, he, he gave this like mini sermon, which I thought was amazing, on, on you know, world TV, like prime time. And he said, you don't do life without God. You're better off 
not doing life. Uh, you're better off uh, doing life with God. And this is like public. I just think this is brilliant that he's got this platform that is world stage and he can talk about God. And he's not ashamed of it. I love it. But he says, one of the best things we can do is go straight to the source. When you've got stuff going on in your life, he said, don't wait. Actually ask God. And but the thing is, God's delivery time is not always our time. This is what he said. And I loved it. He said, the moment you ask, it's already in the mail. It's already in the mail. The thing he doesn't tell you is when it's going to arrive. And I love that analogy because it's so true in all of our lives. We've all asked for things and we're all still asking for things. And we're wondering, Lord, when's it going to arrive? But I want to encourage you, it's already in the mail. It's already been sent and it's on its way. Our job in the meantime is to be joyful in hope, is to be patient in affliction and to be faithful in prayer. See, Romans 8 verse 11 says this, and if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. Isn't that such a great promise this morning? You know, if I could get everybody to stand, I just want to take some time to pray this morning because I believe that there are some, some real issues going on this morning. And I think it's time that we put in a delivery quest, request this morning. It's time to get some things in the mail. See, I don't know where you're at this morning, and I've mentioned a few things. And you might identify with some of those this, things this morning of health issues that you're going through. But I, I want to take this opportunity this morning to, to present those requests to God again. Because I believe He is faithful. And I believe He is willing and able to restore those things back to you. So if I could get everybody, if you're comfortable, to raise your hand right now. And let's just take a moment to really focus in on God and just give Him this moment. So Heavenly Father, right now, our attention is on You. And we ask, Holy Spirit, that You would come and do a mighty work right now in people's lives. Your word says, Lord, it's not by might nor by power, but by your spirit, says the Lord. So we declare that over every situation in this building right now, Lord God. Whether it's sickness, whether it's disease, whether it's mental health, whether it's trying to change habits, whether it's 
relationships, whatever is going on right now in people's lives, Lord God. I ask that you come and do a mighty work right in this very moment, Lord God. Lord, I declare freedom over every situation right now. I break the chain of addiction and I declare freedom right now over over those who are facing those issues, Lord. Lord, I pray that those who are dealing with mental health, Lord, that your spirit of peace would rest on those minds right now. And where there needs to be rewiring, where there needs to be new thinking, Lord, I just pray you would do a miracle in people's minds right now in Jesus' name. And Lord, in particular, I just pray for those right now who are dealing with cancer. This is not from you, Lord. And this is not a part of your will. And so we exercise your authority here this morning. We declare healing over every single person who is facing that, whether they're in this room or whether they're connected to someone in this room right now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, I pray for those who are struggling to manage their life in a way that that is got to make healthy choices right now, Lord God. Lord, I pray that self-control would become the dominant force in people's lives. That those who are, who are struggling to make decisions on a daily basis, Lord God, that you would empower through your Holy Spirit right now the ability to make good decisions consistently, Lord God. And Lord, as I pray, as people start to make those decisions on a daily basis, as they lean in on you, as they draw strength from you, Lord God, I just pray their lives would be t- to turn around and that they'd become healthy, Lord God, and that there'd be clarity of thinking and energy and strength to do life well, Lord God. And Lord, I pray that it would strengthen their boat, that their ability to row would become stronger, Lord God, And that it would give them the strength to then look at the other areas of their life, finances and relationships. And that those areas become healthy as well, Lord God. So I ask this in your name, Jesus, Lord. Lord, you know where everyone is at right now. And those those who are facing a big challenge of putting their life back together, Lord God. I just pray for your, for your peace and your strength to be on them right now. And where past damage has been done, Lord God, I just pray for full restoration of bodies, of families and of relationships right now in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you for listening to this message. To stay in touch with Encounter, follow us on Instagram at encounter.cc or find us on Facebook at encounter.shepparton.